Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Merkland and Monica Weekly. All right, welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I'm Jen Mertland, and I'm here with my constant opponent, Monica Weekly. Yay! This is getting <laughs> ridiculous. <Monica. laughs> Each episode, we choose a different real estate topic to battle about, and we go toe to toe arguing our differing opinions. All right, and you guys know that our number one goal here at Toe to Toe Podcast is to help you, the realtor, to find a path that feels authentic to you. When you build your business based on a style and a set of standards that truly fits who you are, that's when your business will thrive and you will love what you do. So, yay! yay. To, uh, during today's throwdown, Jen and I are going to be duking it out over this question. How do you deliver bad news or honest feedback about your seller's home? How do you deliver this negative feedback or a touchy topic that you need to discuss yeah, with them. Feedback, something. Exactly, exactly. So how do you do that? All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off pointing the finger at you here today, Jen. I want the throwdown to begin now, but I want you to get us started with your point of view. I would love to get us started on this. Let's do it. Go. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people will be surprised that I think you should, do we call it leverage or do we call it, uh, skirting responsibility over to the stager. <laughs> you call it chicken shit. I, that's what I call it. Exactly. Is that so here's mean? the deal. Okay. Like I want to show up. I am a salesperson. I'm a real estate professional. Now I know if your house smells like cat pee, I know that will stop your house from selling. But I feel like it's almost a slippery slope because for me, then I find that I want to like tell them, all the reasons about why their house isn't going to sell. And it's 27 dolls looking at me when I come in or it's their (laughs) blue walls and their red carpet. So like, I just, for me, I can't start climbing that mountain because I'll just go all the way to the top. (laughs) So I say, let the stager do it. She can be the bad guy. I'll be the good guy. I'm like, what? I didn't smell it. No, I'm just kidding. I would never say that. Yeah, right. she's, She's right. We need to do what she says and move on. Okay, hold hold on a second. <laughs> hold on, pansy. This is, <laughs> I'm helpful. This, this is ridiculous. This <laughs> is ridiculous. While I use a stager, and I do understand the importance of a stager, and sometimes messages can come from stagers, if you have a house that smells like cat pee, and you're sitting at the kitchen table discussing the value of the home, Mm-hmm. When we talk about value, we look at buyer's perceived value. That's the most important. Would you agree? That's the most important number we can talk about, really. Because I mean, yeah, that's the only thing we can. I'm talk not buying about. it. They're not buying it. The buyers. So buyer's perceived value equals price plus condition. True. Price plus condition, right? So if we're having that discussion, we've got to talk about condition issues, and that's whether you live on a busy road, or you live on an intersection, or you have a power line running through your backyard. Those are type, some types of condition that, of course, the sellers can't 
fix. True. Also condition issues inside the house when you're comparing that house to all other homes in that price range that don't smell like cat piss. I mean, you're right. So like if there is like a power line through the backyard, like, yeah, we're going to talk about that, especially if they've been listed before. I'm sure both of us, I mean, we ask like, what was the feedback that you're getting? Right. So we do need to adjust for that type of stuff. I guess I'm thinking like in the scenario where the stager can effectively deliver it and they're agreeing to, you know, the price and everything else, then, you know, let them do it. I don't do it. <laughs> what if you walk in and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> well, there has been a time that it was, the dog smell was so bad and they offered me a glass of water and the cup like tasted like dog. It was so gross and I love dogs, but I don't want to lick one. Right. Exactly. I'm surprised you didn't just say, I don't think we're a fit. Goodbye. Well, you know. <laughs> well, listen, I... I like to build trust too. And you know that that's one of my big things is the relationship in the building of the trust. And I feel like if you lay that on the stager and the seller says to the stager, Jen never said anything to me about that. And then she asks you, Hey, the stager said, did you think it smelled like cat pee in my house? I I would say, yes. I would not be like, well, I didn't smell that. I would say, (laughs) I would prep the stick, like prep the stager. <laughs> and then I would prep the homeowner to receive news from the stager that they may not like, which we do anyway. Right. So it's like, okay, they are going to tell us the ideal. They're going to list everything, everything crazy. They are thinking that you're not living here. So just take it like that. And then once you receive every, the whole list from the stager, let's digest it together. Yep. So, Yep. No, I, I agree. I agree. Well, once again, always you and I have some point that we agree on, even though we approach it separately. And the point here is that we have to be honest with sellers. We've True. got to tell them they the thing. They deserve honesty. They want, it, if, That's if right. they want to sell their house, you have to be honest with them. That's right. And if you are allowing the purple walls and the red carpet to go without letting them know that that's going to be a factor in a buyer's perceived value, I think you're doing the sellers a disservice by not figuring out a way to get comfortable with the hard messages. That's what professional real estate agents do. Right. It's malpractice otherwise. Agreed. Agreed. All right, Monica. Jaunt on back to your corner. Get some water. And we're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. When we return, we'll have our final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Now, before we ring the bell for the final round, let's turn now to today's toe-to-toe heavyweight agent. Today, we have Sandy Jewell on the call with us. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Monica. So happy you're here. Sandy's with HER Realtors. She covers Brown County, Claremont County, Adams County, and Highland County in Southeast Ohio. And she is going to help us with this debate that Jen and I are having. So, Sandy, tell us, how do you or do you deliver 
maybe not so good news to your client when it comes to some condition in their house? Well, um, I thought about this a little bit. And the first thing before you even go there is you, uh, you used a word authentic. You need to be authentic with your client and you need to know how they feel about certain things. Well, most people, when you go in their home, that's their baby. They've cherished it for years. They've got all this stuff. So the biggest challenge I found when I was a new agent was how do you tell a client how cluttery their house is? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't show well because it's got angels and dolls and collectibles <laughs> and knickknacks and shawls and stuff. You know, it just goes on. So uh, I recently had this situation with a seller. And, you know, I walked through and I heard this a while ago and I finally got to use it. And I said, you know, your home is lovely and it shouts you all over it. It is really pretty, but it's a home. So remember when you were buying it and it was a house and you made it a home. So what we need to do is we need to make it a house again. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we need to make it a house so that when your your guests come in to view it, to see if they want to buy it, they can envision them living in the home, not necessarily you. So how do we do that? We remove some of the baby pictures and we get rid of some of the knickknacks, not everything. And we'll do what you call a stage. And so it really depends on how they take that information. But in my particular case with this seller, she said, well, can you help me? What do I need to get rid of? And I said, I would, you're moving. So I would start the pack up process. And I actually walked room from room and I would remind her we're making this a house so somebody else can make it a home like you have. That is really was received very well with her. And uh, I, I love that I heard, I don't even know where I heard it, but make this home a house. Sandy, I got to tell you, I've been doing this 16 years. That's some of the best language I've ever heard around that. I've heard a lot of different spins, but I, I think everybody can relate to the fact that turning a, a home back into a house involves removing some of your, as you say, angels and dolls and shawls and all those things that clutter up a home. That's awesome. So what about what if their house smells like dog or has a distinct odor to it? Have you ever had to uh, handle that? Yes, and, and I got to tell you, in my past years uh, in the retail industry, I had to grab some of that knowledge on telling someone that they had body odor. How do you tell somebody that their house stinks? You know, how do you tell somebody that their house smells bad? Because most owners that have cats, dogs, uh, smoke, they are nose blind to it because they live in it. They don't smell it. So much like the house of home thing, when I'm walking through the house, I will say things, I'll cue them. Like, I can't wait for somebody to see this kitchen. This kitchen is like the best thing. So over here on this side room, is this where your dogs sleep? Now, keep in mind, I haven't seen any dogs. Right, right. I'm kind of giving them a cue. I've I've smelled something. And so then before I bring it up several times, you know, the decluttering and things like that. 
And what are you going to do with the dogs while the showing's going on? Then usually the first showing, I kind of hint. I don't say it. I, it. That's a very tender thing to, to talk about, but I don't say it bluntly. Right before the first showing, I will call them hours in advance and I'll really do the cheerleader. I'm so excited. Your house is getting a showing today. I knew it was going to happen fast. So all we need to do is make sure that the beds are made and everything is spiffy and smelling fresh and Febreze. And you know where the dog's room is? It'd probably be a good idea. Maybe if you wash the dog's bedding, just kind of mow over it. Nice. So, I mean, there's no gentle way to put that somebody's house smells not like everybody would want to smell. Right, right. (laughs) I love it. I can tell you're a velvet hammer, Sandy. I like it. You have a great way with your clients. Thank you for joining us on the Toe to Toe podcast today. You are a heavyweight agent and we truly value your time. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Love it. Thanks. You are a heavyweight champ in real estate. Now let's get back to the show and close out with our final round. All right, Monica, please, please go first. You have one minute. Hey, listen, I've been pretty good about one minute, right? Great. You get a prize. That's really hard for me. (laughs) All right. Here is my closing argument on the subject. I believe that when we show up for our sellers as somebody that they're paying a nice sum of money to represent them through the sale of their home, likely their largest asset, it's important that we show up as a true professional. And a true professional doesn't always get to deliver good news. We have a hard enough time, I get it, delivering the bad news about the price. But why do we stop there? Like That is often not the only thing we need to talk about in selling a house. We have to talk about the things that the buyers care about. Visually, what the house looks like and how it compares to other homes in that price point. And then, of course, any other uh, senses that might be going on. (laughs) The assault. (laughs) That's right. The assault on your nose, the assault on your eyes, whatever it may be. The the challenging part, and I think where we all need to pull pull up our big girl pants, is How do we say these things and come up with a script that we feel comfortable with, whatever that might be. For instance, maybe, hey, I'm guessing you'd like me to be completely honest about everything I'm seeing here. Do I have permission to be honest with you? Ask for permission. (laughs) They say, of course. All right. And this obviously isn't easy, but I don't know if you know this, but your house smells like cat piss. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I've gone over my minute, but I think we have to come up with the way to say these things. What do you think? I agree with you. I think, I mean, we definitely need to be honest. I think you should always be honest. I didn't even know that was up for question, (laughs) but I also like to stay in my lane and I also know my strengths. Mm -hmm. So if (laughs) the house, if I'm, we're using a stager for the house, I would rather the stager deliver the news while I stay focused on selling the house. Because for me, I can't just deliver one piece and let the stager kind of do the rest. I end up 
there for two hours helping them and I'm freaking moving furniture with them. And like, I just can't, I don't have a stopping point. I don't know what's wrong. (laughs) You're just a helper. You're just a helper by nature. Exactly. So helpful. But yeah, so um, you do use a stager in almost every scenario, correct? Yeah, mostly. When do you not use a stager? Well, some people are really good. Their house is beautiful. Mm -hmm, Right. They don't need it. That's true. Um, I mean, true. Those people are awesome. Other times, if it's like if the price point, it doesn't really need it sometimes. Like if it's vacant and a lower price point or something, you might. No, I mean, sometimes it's if it's vacant. Like we, I mean, we've had houses where the rooms are undefined, but it's vacant. So we would use a stager in that case. But let's say it's like really an investor is going to buy it or something like that. We got it. Got it. Yes, I believe in the power of a uh, stager for sure. Not full stage mostly. I mean, sometimes that that applies. But when Key I talk rooms, about though. stager, I yeah, I think like countertops and minor furniture versus entire households of furniture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily. I agree with you, but I don't really force my opinion because I just let the stager do their job. And that's I think what I'm saying. Stay in, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Without question, though, a staged home whether that just means it was edited by a stager or it was populated by furniture, like either way, a hundred percent better financially for the seller. Oh yeah. If it looks better, people are going to pay more. For sure. For sure. I believe in the power. All right. Okay. Jen, it's going to happen for today. That's the end of today's battle. Hey, our listeners, what do you think? Was there a knockout today? Is Jen mm-hmm. laying there bleeding on the ground? <laughs> Am I unconscious? Standing. It wasn't really a knockout. <laughs> Am I on the ground? Go to our Facebook page and please comment and vote. Who do you think won today's toe-to-toe battle? All right, realtors, I hope you enjoyed this conversation, this slightly heated conversation. <laughs> and we hope you heard something here today that really helps you get clarity on your path and the standards you want to set on this subject. Thanks for listening to our toe-to-toe podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on when new episodes are available. And we truly love your feedback and would appreciate any likes, reviews, shares, and we'd love to hear any suggestions you have on future topics. All right, Jen. Once again, thanks for the (laughs) awesome conversation. Thanks, Monica. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.